Hey friends, welcome to Wild Confidence Podcast. I'm your host, Ainsley B. During our time together, we're going to hear some incredible stories on how to find, keep, and share your wild confidence in Christ. Before we hop into today's conversation, I want to ask if you would kindly leave a five-star review and share this episode with a friend who might like it. I'd also love to connect with you on social media, so find me at Ainsley B on Instagram. All right, let's hop in. Hey friends, before we get into today's episode, I just wanted to take a second and give a little trigger warning. We are going to talk about abusive relationships, so if you feel like that would be too much for you, please skip this episode and check out the next one. I do not want you to be triggered by this, and uh, yeah, so I just wanted to let you know that before we hop in. Drum roll, please. Today, we are talking about boo-boo dudes, and if you are new around here, this is a topic that is near and dear to my heart. I talk about boo-boo dudes a lot, and I'll explain what a boo-boo dude is. We're going to dive into it today. So I want to talk today about what is a boo-boo dude. We are going to get into what if your friend is dating a boo-boo dude or is in a toxic relationship, what are some signs, and how you can get help if you might be in a boo-boo dude relationship situation. So friends, without further ado, let's dive in. Here's the deal. A boo-boo dude is a guy who leaves you on red or might just ghost you out of nowhere. Maybe he's the guy who expects girlfriend privileges but treats you like a friend. These are the ones that don't deserve our time or attention, yet we worry if they're going to text back. We're the ones that are just waiting for them to reply when they're not treating us like we should be treated. These are the ones who haven't treated you well, but it's nice to be noticed, so we keep them around, right? The ones who conveniently forgot their wallet when taking you on a date, if they're even taking you on a date. And honestly, maybe they've even used blatant manipulation to try and keep you on the back burner while they're doing who knows what with who knows who. A boo-boo dude treats you like a side chick when you deserve so much more. And my question is, why are we letting this continue? I mean, the dating world is ridiculous, in my opinion, in how it's being just done these days. And I'm not against dating apps or anything. I just mean like these talking, you know, phases where it's like we're not actually dating. We're just talking like, that's the same thing. Like, are you hanging out? Are you going on dates? Oh, no, we're just like linking up. Yeah, okay. Well, you can call it linking up, but if he's paying for you, it's a date. Like whatever you want to call it to make you sleep at night, whatever. But we need to stop letting people treat us less than we deserve or not as good as we deserve. Like what is it? We need to figure out why. Are you scared of being alone? Do you not feel worthy of respect? Is shame keeping you from seeking real love? Is your loneliness lowering your standards? The truth is, is that I I get it. I've been there. I know that feeling. But I've got to share some ways that I found healing and the hope that allows you to raise your standards. I want to care for your pain point and help you in every time you stumble. 
and your guy should too. Of course, I know he's not one of your girlfriends, but he should be invested, intrigued, and excited to talk to you. He should be pumped to provide a meal or a fun date, and when he's not, bye. Bye. Look, whatever is holding you back from stepping into the treatment you deserve, we've got to work on getting it out of here. We've got to unveil each lie, each hurt, each scar, and replace them with God's truth about who you are in Him so we can be done with booboo dudes. And here's the deal. Booboo dudes is a light way to have a really serious conversation. You know, I know that whenever I'm talking to my single friends and they're telling me about, or, you know, my high school students, my college students, whatever, my mentees, they're like, oh yeah, you know, this is a little bit about him and, you know, we'll dive deeper and they'll start to explain some ways that that guy's treating them. I'm like, girl, that's boo-boo. Like, you know, you deserve better. And honestly, the boo-boo title it's a, a wide range. So it can be anything from like, it's boo-boo to be left on red to I'm in a toxic relationship and I need to get out. And that's honestly where I found myself to even be able to have this conversation um, with you today. So I was thinking recently, you know, I was scrolling back into my Instagram feed because I was showing Justin, my husband, uh, a post um, from whenever I was in London. And I was like kind of talking about just, you know, we were shooting the breeze talking about London. And then I realized like how I don't have any, I have comments on my pictures that I never responded to. And I was like, gosh, that's so weird. Like, why would I not have responded? And then it hit me that I was dating a guy who wasn't allowing me to respond to my Instagram comments. What? Yeah, I know. I'm I'm just as it just reminded me of that and I was like, "Oh my gosh." Like he would I mean, he just put a lot of rules and expectations on me that weren't fair. You know, he would tell me what to wear or when I could call my mom. And one of those rules that he put on me was that I couldn't reply to the comments on my Instagram. And I know it sounds insane, and if you know me now, you probably would be shocked that I even would obey these rules and expectations which tells you that there was obviously a lot of manipulation and toxicity in that. And unfortunately, my story falls into a scary statistic. You know, in the year ending March uh, 2019, there were 1.32 million domestic abuse-related incidents and crimes reported to the police. And that obviously doesn't include what wasn't reported, like my story. So it's it's kind of everything that the... the the statement, boo-boo dude, encompasses all kinds of behaviors. And there's definitely a role for girls in that same vein. Like you shouldn't be taking advantage of uh, the guys that you're talking to or dating. And there's definitely a female version of a boo-boo dude. But today, for today's purpose, we are going to talk um, about a girl dating a guy situation. Like that's the angle we're going to come at. But if you can apply it to, you know, other angles, then by all means, absolutely do that. So that's kind of what a booboo dude is. And whenever I was in a toxic and abusive relationship, not only was he, you know, emotionally abusive, physically abusive, you know, all of that stuff, 
but it really affected my friendships. It really affected the people that were around me and that did life with me. And I lost a lot of those friendships. I lost a lot of close, close relationships in that time because I was letting him come between us. I was being controlled and manipulated out of these relationships, which is actually a warning sign, but we'll get into that. So one of the questions that I want to talk about today is what do you do if your friend is in an abusive relationship? You know, I have wanted to know my college roommate and angel of a friend, Taylor's perspective on this topic since, you know, her arms were the ones that caught me when my toxic relationship ended when he broke up with me. And it nearly destroyed our friendship. But I'm so incredibly thankful that it didn't because, my gosh, I mean, it really could have. She did, she, I pushed her away. I isolated myself from her and our other friends. And she could have easily just been like, no, I'm done with you forever. But we reconnected recently and we really talked about this issue a lot and how each of our experiences shaped who we are today and some of the decisions that we make today. So here are some of the things that we talked about when it comes to what a friend can do. The first thing is know the warning signs of a toxic or abusive relationship, okay? That's like one of the main things is that you as a human need to know the signs of an abusive relationship, which we will get into next. Um, One of the ways that you can kind of approach your friend, I'll give you a sentence and I'll give you kind of like a statement to use whenever you're trying to have that conversation. And it's this. I'm not here to judge you, and I hope that I'm wrong with what I'm seeing, but this is what I see, insert whatever you see, and I think that it's abnormal or weird and I'm concerned because this is what I know to be true about you, enter that. Um, You know, I, I was at Taylor's house whenever we were talking about this, and her grandmother was there. And her grandmother, the last time I had seen her probably was in college, you know, in the midst of all this happening. And her grandmother even said, like, Ainsley is different. Ainsley is not the same from whenever I met her. And that's obviously because I was in a very toxic place. And now I'm in a very healthy place, (laughs) in a healthy relationship. So it's obvious to other people when something's going wrong, even when it's not obvious to you. So... That is, you know, a way to point out the things that you love about them instead of accusing them or attacking their relationship. Because the second that you, you know, approach someone in an abusive relationship and you tell them how much you hate their boyfriend, well, they're going to want to stick up for him because they love him. So that's just one thing to kind of keep in mind is taking a different approach that isn't attacking their relationship. It's just saying like, hey, are you – I'm." I'm just worried about you because you're usually really bright and happy and right now I just feel like you're sad or you've seemed upset lately and I just want to help you. I want to be there for you. Hey, if you have enjoyed Wild Confidence Podcast so far, I have something even better. We have launched a Patreon where you can get bonus content, Enneagram extras, and exclusive live Q&As. Head to patreon.com forward slash wild confidence to join us and support the podcast so we can continue. And that leads into my next point, which is don't give up, even if it isn't well received. I know that that's easier said than done. 
I know whenever a friend burns you, you want to burn them back or you just want to distance yourself from them. And maybe it does require somewhat of a distance, but it also requires you knowing like they're not in their right mind. You know, they're not in a good headspace. And obviously if it's affecting your mental health so much, then you do need to get back up or need to get help. But if you're able, don't give up. Because whenever it comes crashing down for them, they need a soft place to land. I needed a soft place to land. And another um, kind of tip is to have one another's locations. Like even today, I have my husband has my location, my mom, my sisters, like everybody. I have a small army of people who have my locations. My location in case I go missing or whatever, you know, I'm a little paranoid, but um have one another's locations. That's going to be a really great tool. If your friend is in a dangerous situation, they don't know how to get out. Like, you know, for example, maybe they're being locked in their boyfriend's apartment for days. And if you have their location, you can be like, why haven't you left for three days? I would also, you know, on the note of not carrying this burden alone is enlist their closest family member to help you because they're being directly affected by it too. You know, you need to kind of create that small army for that person and give them a soft place to land and be there for them to fight for them because they do not have the capacity to fight for themselves, unfortunately, in that moment. So definitely enlist their their family members, um, whoever you can trust, right? And also on that note, trust your gut when something doesn't feel right. I mean, you know, whenever something doesn't just, something doesn't sit right with you, something isn't right, whether it's in your life, whether it's in other people's lives, something is wrong. You know, I personally still carry a lot of guilt and shame for how the people around me suffered when I was the one who stayed in that relationship. And I'm just so thankful for the time that Taylor, you know, recently sat down with me and that we got to spend together and we just talked about what we both experienced. So, That is a little bit on what you can do if one of your friends is experiencing a toxic relationship. So we talked about signs earlier, and I wanted to dive deeper into the signs. Let's look for warning signs of abuse. Now, this can be in your own life. This is can be in your friend's life, in a family member's life. But these are common signs of abusive behavior in a partner. Now, I'm getting this information from thehotline.org, which is an incredible resource when it comes to um, calling for help, just getting some guidance or support. Thehotline.org is an incredible resource. So this is their list of common signs of abusive behavior. And even one or two of these behaviors in a relationship is a red flag that abuse may be present. So just keep that in mind. Keep that in mind as if one of these things strikes true, it might be a little uncomfortable to hear, especially if you're the one in a toxic relationship or in an abusive relationship. It is, it's true. Like I I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but These relationships are so common, it scares me. And that's why I have to be vocal about my story. And that's why I have to tell you how to identify it. Because if I would have read this list whenever I was in that relationship, I could have identified that it was abuse 
long before I did. It took me years to admit that it was an abusive relationship because I was just like, oh, it just wasn't healthy. No, no, no. It was abusive. And one of the things, the first thing is your partner may be telling you that you never do anything right. Uh, Showing extreme jealousy of your friends or time spent away from them. Preventing or discouraging you from spending time with friends, family members, or peers. Insulting, demeaning, or shaming you, especially in front of other people. Preventing you from making your own decisions, including working or attending school. That one for sure happened to me. I mean, most of these did, but (laughs) definitely that one. I always thought that one was so weird. I was like, why don't you want me to go to class? Like, I I need to graduate. Hello. One of the things is controlling finances in the household without discussion, including taking your money or refusing to provide money for necessary expenses, pressuring you to have sex or perform sexual actions that you're not comfortable with, pressuring you to use drugs or alcohol, intimidating you through threatening looks or actions, insulting your parenting or threatening to harm or take away your children or pets, intimidating you with weapons like guns, knives, bats, or mace, destroying your belongings or your home. Those are going to be just some of the signs, uh, warning signs of abuse. And the hotline.org has advocates available 24-7 to discuss your situation and identify available options to help ensure your safety. Like you have got to recognize it and understand that no one deserves abuse of any kind for any reason. And there are, you know, obviously multiple types of abuse, whether it's physical, emotional, and verbal, sexual. There's all kinds, financial, digital. I mean, it takes this kind of awareness to make change happen, to have these conversations with your friends and family members, to talk about what this looks like in your life. Now, I'm going to give you um, a few resources. Number one, the hotline.org I think is going to be the main resource. Now you can chat online with them, but you can also call 1-800-799-SAFE, which is 7233, for a confidential conversation to process what you're going through and know that you're not alone. You do not deserve this. And the good news is, is that God can redeem your story. God can redeem your story. I feel like someone just needs to hear that. Whatever you're experiencing, whatever heartache is happening in your life, whatever toxic relationship, unhealthy relationship, maybe even abusive relationship you might be in, it doesn't have to be that way. You can get out. You don't have to stay in it. And I'm going to be honest with you, I didn't get out on my own volition. I was broken up with. It was forced, it forced me out. And I've never been so grateful for something in my entire life. I've never been more grateful for a breakup, even though it was gut-wrenching and I didn't eat for a few days. And I remember just weeping. I mean, I missed a trip to the Bahamas because I was so heartbroken. Now you got to be real heartbroken to miss a trip to the Bahamas. You know what I'm saying? But honestly, that is the kind of heaviness, the kind of heartache that an unhealthy relationship can bring onto you. 
And there are resources. There are places for help. Turn to the hotline.org. Call that number. Find a mentor in church. Go as soon as you can to any kind of free counseling service that your school or your church might offer. I mean, my story is not uncommon and that's what kills me. It's not okay. And I just want you to know that God has better for you. Healing is available. He is waiting with open arms to just wrap you up and love on you and remind you of your worth and your value in the kingdom. Remind you that you are a child of God and a child of God does not deserve that kind of treatment. But the thing is, before it even gets to the abusive factor, you have to stand up for yourself when it comes to your dating life. You cannot settle for less. You cannot settle for a boo-boo dude who's just talking to you to get his own attention, to feed his own ego. You cannot do that. You've got to raise your standards. And when someone says your standards are too high, go ahead and raise them a little bit more. You know, my best friend in high school, I remember she just had the highest standards and I would always be jealous of that. I'm like, gosh, you just, you know what you want. And I loved that about her that she never settled. And I was like, oh, you want to give me attention? I'll give you attention. You know, unfortunately, that's just how I was in high school. But she just, I remember always thinking like she just has high standards and I really respect that about her. And I really respect her decision-making and um, especially when it comes to dating because her future husband is better for it. And don't hear me say that you have to, you know, deny all of your desires and wants as a female and I'm all about female empowerment, but I am saying that it's usually, that's usually the exception to the rule. You know, usually... If guys aren't treating us well, we are even more desperate for their attention. Usually speaking, I'm not going to, you know, say that's the case about everyone, but I will say that the boo-boo dude conversation is extremely important because you can kind of come at it with like, oh, you know, that's boo-boo instead of like your boyfriend's a jerk. It just can be a light way to have a really serious conversation. So hopefully that's a really helpful tool for you to use in navigating this crazy, crazy thing that happens in relationships all the time, unfortunately. But I'm determined to to bring it into it. I'm determined to help young girls know their worth and know their value so much that they're not going to date boo-boo dudes anymore. Do not date a boo-boo dude. We are done with boo-boo dudes. You know what I'm saying? So if you are on the fence and if none of those signs were kind of helpful, if you're like, I don't know if I'm dating boo-boo dude or not, fear not. I have a quiz for you. If you go to the link in my bio on Instagram, it's at Ainsley B, A-I-N-S-L-E-Y. I have a boo-boo dude quiz. <laughs> so if you go to the link in my bio, you can find where it says take the boo-boo dude quiz and it'll take you to a little quiz and you can figure out if you're dating a boo-boo dude or not. I hope this has been helpful. Um, I'm praying for you. I'm praying for you to see what God has for you and not what you might be settling for. I'm praying for you to have these conversations with your friends, to hold one another accountable, to date good, solid guys and to be that good, solid girl worthy of 
being treated well and well, every girl deserves to be treated well, whether they believe it or not. But I just pray that you feel the Lord's presence and identity overwhelm you as you go through your dating life. My DMs are always open. My email is always open. And I would love to talk with you more about boo-boo dudes and why we should not be dating them. Especially if you're in a sorority, hit me up. Let's talk about it at your chapter meetings. I don't know. I just feel like someone in a sorority is hearing this and they're like, oh, the guy I woke up to this morning is definitely a booba dude and my heart just breaks for you. I love you guys. I'll see you soon. Hey, thanks so much for hanging out today. I pray that you're able to see yourself how the Lord sees you so you can hold your head a little higher and shine your confidence a little brighter. I would so appreciate if you would leave a review, subscribe, and share this with a friend. And of course, I want to stay connected with you. Find me on Instagram at Ainsley B. And my website is AinsleyBritton.com. See y'all later.